Hello, friends and fellow outdoor enthusiasts. Welcome to another episode of the Get Outside podcast or the Outside podcast. We're going to be chatting with uh, Slade Johnson today. Slade's a big deal in the real estate uh, space and outdoor space. And he's going to be talking about a unique opportunity for outdoor properties called uh, Trips for Trade. So welcome, Slade. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what Trips for Trade is. Yeah, thanks, Wayne. Um, so kind of, I guess to start out, uh, Trips for Trade is just essentially a, a website for swapping trips. Uh, we, we narrow it down to four different categories, which are outdoors, adventure, vacation, and sports. Um, even though like the core is the outdoorsman um, and the kind of the outdoor experiences with hunting and fishing, it's not limited to that. So say you wanted to go on a fishing trip, you could leverage your uh, maybe a weekend at your beach condo or at a lake house or sports tickets, essentially swapping something that you have access to for a different trip you want to go on um, and saving on fees you would have had for an uh, Airbnb or uh, paying for an outfitter or a charter. So it's just a way to kind of connect with other like-minded um, individuals and go on some cool trips and experiences and, and save a bunch of money doing it. So okay. kind of a little bit of the, the backstory there. I, um, I grew up big outdoorsman. My family has a, a farm in West Alabama. Uh, my grandfather, I guess you could say, was a, a local turkey hunting legend um, and just uh, just took a lot of pride in our property and kind of making it the best habitat possible for wildlife and uh, for timber production as well, too. And um, anyway, so I grew up with that kind of environment and, and spending almost every afternoon and definitely every weekend we were hunting, hunting or fishing and, um, and he was just my best friend and got, it kind of instilled the, the love for turkey hunting into me. And when I, um, I guess I was getting a little bit older, I was in probably my high school years, my grandfather, um, was going to finish his grand slam. And so for those that aren't kind of turkey hunters or big outdoorsmen, the grand slam is harvesting all four subspecies of turkeys across the U S. Um, and so just kind of a goal for big turkey hunters and just a way to travel and go to new, new places. And he had one bird left in that, that goal. And I desperately want to go on that trip with him. He's like, no, this is, this is a boy's trip. Once, uh, you know, once you get a little bit older, um, we'll, we'll take you along to start yours. And so, uh, I really think he just didn't want me getting back to tell my grandmother, you know, what all was going on on the on the man on the man's trip. But um, anyways, they he went and finished his, and I always look forward to kind of doing my grand slam um, when I got older. But that was, uh, I guess, fast forward a little bit to my senior year of high school. He got sick, and then um, my freshman year of college, he passed away. And you know, so we never got to travel outside of the the state of Alabama to do any turkey hunting and. I guess kind of that was the first family member I lost. It was a it was a super tough time, and um, my dad was was saying, "Hey, why don't you still book some of those other turkey hunts in other states?" And you know, we'll do that grand slam in memory of him. And started looking at outfitters, and I'm like, I'm not about to ask my dad to spend. It, you know, it'd probably been about ten thousand dollars after it was all said and done for both of us to to go on these three other trips across the country. And um, I was like, you know, I'm not going to ask him to pay for that, and I knew I couldn't pay for it, so. Yeah. I was like, but what we could do is we could swap a trip at our farm. Um, I was like, we've got great hunting. Um, you know, we, we always are sharing it with people anyways. We love sharing our place and, um, and we've been so blessed there and we love kind of sharing that. So I went to a hunting app and I found a guy in Colorado that had posted a picture of a bunch of turkeys and, uh, Miriam's. And, um, I said, Hey, you know, would you be interested in swapping a trip? I was like, we've got the Eastern subspecies here in Alabama, um, you know, love to go chase the Miriams with my dad. 
And he said, man, we, you know, not really big on traveling to turkey hunt. Um, he said, but here you guys have hogs in Alabama. I'd love to come hog hunting and bring his son. Um, and I was like, man, they're a nuisance for us. We'd love to have you come shoot, help us, you know, kind of cut back on the population of, of wild hogs. And so that was the, the ultimately the start of Trister Trade. Him and his son came to Alabama and they, they uh, harvest their first hogs and then my dad and I went out to Colorado to start my Grand Slam. I found a massive elk shed. He let me bring back with me, and oh, wow. um, it was. Uh, and now it's just a lifelong long friendship with that that guy. And um, you know, actually, I went back on. I bet I've done six or seven swaps with him now. And I just got back two weeks ago from uh, Colorado doing an elk hunt out there. And um, you know, I actually killed an elk um, on a swap with him there. And so, you know, we that's just kind of the success story of, of trips for trade. I mean, it, it all started with that and going and pursuing the Turkey hunting, but it's led to just bigger adventures um, and friendships and, you know, lifelong friendships. So um, we've, I guess from that story, from the original swap to where we're at today, um, we, I was going through college at the time, as mentioned, um, going through business school and we, uh, competed in some of the university's business pitch competitions with the idea. And, um, after a couple years of revising and, and, and building out the platform and kind of having the proof of concept, we, uh, we won a, the grand prize that the university had here. And, uh, so we ended up winning all together after several competitions, a little over a hundred thousand in funding just in competition money. Um, and then the university ended up being one of, uh, the university of Alabama ended up being one of our investors in the company. They gave us office space. And then we started our first round of fundraising and brought on about 10 investors. So that kind of kicked off the business. Um, now we have trips in all 50 states and about 12 different countries, um, you know, really heavy in the outdoors and vacation space. So hunting, fishing, vacation properties, uh, still looking to grow and more of the adventure side and sports. Um, and, you know, really any kind of outdoor activity you want to go on and about anywhere you want to do it, you know, you can get on trips for trade and find something that you'll probably like to do. Interesting. Wow. That's a fascinating story. Thank you for that. Um, so I have a question. Um, if I have a property or a hunting property, is that something I can list on your platform and set it up for other people to come and visit and share the experience with? Yeah. So it can be as, um, you know, as involved or, um, uninvolved as you want. So say you have a uh, property there in Montana you could let somebody come and, you know, maybe they want a mule deer hunt or antelope hunt or something um, and that can be guided, you know, you can be with them, hosting them, or you could just tell them, Hey, here's a property, go help yourself and, you know, be safe essentially. Um, and then at a later date, you go to their property or do whatever, uh, kind of trip they have listed. So yeah, any, any kind of asset that you have, you can list on the site. We run off of a, a membership model, so we don't have any transaction fees. Uh, we have a few different membership options, uh, to make that affordable for you. And, um, you can list as many trips as you want and go on as many different trips uh, each year as you want. Slate, have you have you looked at a model for a, a transactional model for short term access where it has if I have a property and and I want to provide access for it, uh, you know, maybe I I want to provide access to my property, but I, I don't have a desire to go use somebody else's property and do an actual trade. Have you looked at a transaction model? Yeah, so we. When, you know, we ran the, the models really heavy. Actually, I was in grad school at the time there and uh, used that for part of my MBA uh, credit was uh, kind of doing some modeling there. But, um, you know, we 
the transaction model doesn't work work very well with the trade side of it. It works great with the Airbnb essentially side of you know um, charging a day rate or, or charging for access. Um, you know, but that wasn't our core. That wasn't our focus. So we do have it where members can sell a trip, even if that's a day trip or just day access um, through our platform. But you've got to be willing to trade. Um, but where what we have how we've looked at that is we'd rather partner with companies that that specialize in that um, and send send people to them that are looking to just to buy a trip. And they send people to us that are willing to trade a trip. That way we can kind of focus on our core. Uh, and then, you know, again, with our core being trading, we felt like if it was a transaction fee, you know, we want this to be super personal where you're building relationships with the person you're trading with. Mm-hmm. And so that requires us connecting you when you first have initial interest in trading before you ever actually completely agree to swap. So we would, you know, we there'd be incentive to cut us out and not let us know that you're actually going through with the trade. Um and we've already connected the parties and see we're you know, we're not necessarily needed there. So we'd rather create that that community, that membership community, um, and really cultivate those relationships among traders. How many total members do you have now? Uh, we're sitting a little over a thousand, I believe, right now. Uh, like I said, that's I guess global, but primarily US, but uh but about twelve to fifteen different countries now, I think. And how much uh, how much trading activity occurred uh, in say twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three year to date? I'd have to pull back to look. I, I can't say like today. Just in the last couple hours, um, you know, since this morning, we've probably had ten or fifteen swap requests. Um, huh. You know, so that's not not all. Uh, not all of those are actually going to take place. Um, you know, that's just people inquiring about trips and seeing if there's interest. I've seen. Probably two of those. I had looked at all of them today. We've got a, a guy on our team that handles all of that. But um, I've seen at least two of those that were like, yes, I'm interested. You know, again, it's hard for us to track sometimes if they ever do actually swap. But it's easier for us to see how many requests are going out. Um, and a lot of times if how many of them are saying, yes, I'm interested, you know, let's let's hop on a phone call and discuss details a little bit more. So that's number that we're, we've actually got a um, another website that we've we haven't finished yet, but we've got it mostly finished that we hope to launch at some point um, that will be able to kind of keep all of that communication a little bit more internally and, and have a better way of tracking those numbers. But what we can see is there's a lot of trade interest and, uh, and it's been a lot of activity from our, our current membership. So, so um, you, you know, you talked, you talked, uh, did a great job talking about the Colorado trip at the very beginning and you're still sounds like you're still trading with that individual. Um, what are some other places of trips that you've done, but just really personally resonate with you? In other words, if, if I were a first time trader on the platform and I wanted to look at like your favorites, what, what are, what are the standout ones that, that, you know, you would point me to? Yeah, I would say uh, it's hard to beat that Colorado big game uh, from the mule deer hunting to the, the elk hunting out there. Uh, those have by far been, been my favorite. Um, it's just beautiful country coming from, you know, pretty much flat here in Alabama to, to those mountains and, and chasing big game is, um, has been incredible. So hard to top those. Most of my other swaps have been turkey hunts. Um, my next goal has been the U.S. Super Slam, which is trying to harvest turkey in, um, in all the states except for um, Alaska. So, you know, lower 49. But um, so trying to check off a state or a couple states every season, um, you know, swap been down to Florida, had some, uh, had incredible swap down there, just, 
lot of fun hunting hunting Florida. Um, we did we went out west to uh, we did Montana and Wyoming uh, this spring. That was that was uh, pretty pretty awesome hunting out there. So it's hard to say. I think uh, every state's a little bit different, but it's going to be hard to top the the mule deer and the elk hunting in Colorado. So the, the, the Colorado location is the one that was the cabin in the first location where you we did the first podcast. Yep, that was it. Oh, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. Yeah, so they've got two different properties. That's one of them. Um, you know, where I actually did the turkey hunts, the other property they have about 30 minutes away. but um, And that was originally a lease that the guy had uh, where he could bring guests. But uh, now they've actually purchased that cabin I was at, that property. So they actually own that now, and they just continue to lease the other. So uh, he's just been a great friend and a great, you know, great resource. And he loves coming to Alabama and have some of that southern hospitality and good cooking. And uh, we do, we try to, if he comes in the spring, we'll do a big crawfish bowl and shrimp bowl. And uh, let me, let me know when that is. I'll be there for that. Um, so, so building the, the, the community is, is a big focus. The, the building that community is what, what I'm my takeaway here. Absolutely. Yeah. We want it to be super personal. Uh, that's where, you know, the credibility comes in. This isn't a, just a forum. You know, there's plenty of forums out there that, that people will say, oh, you know, their, their username might be Buck Slayer or something like that. I'll, I'll, you can come hunt my property and, you, you know, they might not even own the property. You might, they might be putting you on the neighbors. Uh, but it's uh, we try to build a credibility. So we have, uh, you know, you have accounts, you have ratings and reviews that only get better with time. And, um, you know, and we just want to want to, like I said, build the community and those relationships to where you, you're you're talking to somebody beforehand. You feel comfortable with the swap and. Uh, and then you go through with it. it. It's not all just hunting trips though, too. Like if I have a scuba diving trip uh, in Florida, like I have a, maybe a beachfront property with my own little scuba diving, but, or like a, I know a relative of mine does lobster catches in Florida. It, it can be anything, pretty much any kind of experience um, that people can uh, trade for. Right. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, we'd love to kind of expand more into those, those opportunities and, yeah, from skydiving to skiing to, you know, sports tickets, just go to watch a national championship football game or something. Interesting. Um, interesting. If you got like season tickets or box seats and you can't go to a game and you want to let somebody use your tickets in exchange for, you know, a week at a beach condo, uh, that's a way to like not let your tickets go to waste. So what are some of the more unique ones that you have on the platform that you're aware of? Uh, some of the ones I'd like to do, I, I did actually did an internship in New Zealand, uh, in college and, uh, it's incredible over there and we've got some really neat, uh, New Zealand trips. So there's some of those that I, uh, I wish I'd known those guys when I was over there and, and try to connect it then, but I'd love to go back and do some of those. Um, you know, there's just some, just some heli- like helicopter tour in New Zealand where you're just seeing the beautiful views that that country has to offer and um, all the different wild game they have and some hunting experiences over there. That would, that'd be kind of a bucket list for me. Yeah. So even like somebody, but, like I have a friend who does uh backcountry snowmobile tours. That could be a deal like that. That'd be a great opportunity for him. Yeah. Say, Hey, I'll, uh, you know, we've got bring your whole family. We'll do a day of tours or a weekend of tours and, he might want to, when it gets warm, he might want to go to, um, to the coast and, you know, <laughs> sit on the beach at somebody's condo yeah. or something. You have a property in Alabama that, you know, I think it has a cabin lodge on it and talk about going to crawfish mm-hmm. bowl. So you're there to, to point people entertain, you know, you're probably, you know, if you're going to offer that, then you're probably going to want to look at something that in your eyes is of comparable value. 
and going and hunting 20 acres in Pennsylvania, turkey hunting 20 acres in Pennsylvania might not be of comparable value, but if it's if it's a thousand acres in Pennsylvania and there's a cabin there to stay in, that may be an attractive trade for you. So is that kind of the way it works? The parties, the two parties kind of look at it and say, this is a good trade for me. I want to trade with this person and this other person, vice versa, says exactly the same thing. Is that the way it works? Yeah, so we, we intentionally don't put a, a, a value on the trips because the value is subjective. So as you mentioned, you might not think 20 acres in Pennsylvania would be worthwhile to the you know couple thousand acres we have access to here in Alabama. But say for my goal of wanting to harvest a turkey in Pennsylvania, if that if that person is extremely confident, like, hey, we, we can we can get this done on my 20 acres. Like it, as long as I can achieve my goal of having a successful um, hunt there. I'd be willing to take take the swap. But yes, you know, it, it is kind of like if you feel like it's fair, if you feel like it makes sense, you say yes. If not, you just simply say no. We don't want to get into like, oh, mine's worth a thousand and yours is worth five hundred. Let's let's make up the difference. It's just a swap. That's what it is. Yep. So so, if, so uh, we so, say if it's so a, you could trade your Alabama property a week there and you could say, Okay, uh, I, I could say here's a stay in, in Emerald Isle, North Carolina for a week, which I saw you had an Emerald Isle property on the, the page on the website. If 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 Slade feels like that's a fair trade, then I can go hunt uh, Slade's property in Alabama for a week, and he's going to go stay at my place in Emerald Isle for a week. Um, it, exactly. I mean, that's the way you look at it. Got it. Yep. And if you know if they feel like it's not fair, you know, we have some guys that might say, like, you know, a deer hunting example. Hey, you can harvest two bucks, uh, or you can bring a guest, and both of you guys hunt. But then I'll just come by myself to your place, and maybe I only do this one thing. Uh, you know, so like if you feel like it's unfair, maybe sweeten the deal with a better experience or more people or a longer stay than, oh, well, I need to add some cash to this to make it even up. Gotcha. So somebody could have a property. They could do, uh, say, an Airbnb experience on that property, and they could also do a, a, a swap as well for the few times maybe that they want to go do something where in the rest of the time it's just them running their lodge or hunting lodge or their scuba diving outfit or whatever, but they can intersperse those things. Correct. Yep. You know, and we tell a lot of people that's something that when we're trying to tap more into the vacation space is think of how many days on most Airbnb, um, Airbnbs are vacant. It's like, you know, you could, you could leverage, you might not even realize it. You might've been having an Airbnb set up for, in the edge of the city or on the beach or something for like peak times. Whereas with our model, it might be an outdoorsman that wants to come at a unpeak time for a hunting yeah. season. Um, you know, so you might could turn what we would have been a vacant day that you didn't make any money off of it anyways, into a free trip. That's worth a couple thousand yeah. dollars somewhere else. Cool. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. It, yeah. Having, having you know, spent some, you know, I was a, a founder of a, short-term access platform that was transactional based. So having uh, spent some time in this model, I'm, I'm impressed with the community aspect of it. Um, that, that really, uh, that really makes a big difference, really resonates as opposed to it being transactional based. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's, uh, I think it's important The trust, you know, the trust of it. And like another example, we've got a, the guy in Colorado swapped with a guy out of Texas. They did offshore fishing in exchange for some big game hunting um, and those guys have now become business partners, their best friends, um, you know, that, and the guy in Texas now is one of the owners in the property in Colorado. He actually came in and, and, and was part of the, one of the purchasers. So like, you know, that was a trips for trade relationship, um, that is just 
you know, completely organic. They had no clue who each other was, and now they're best friends and business partners and, you know, joint landowners. So, very, um, very, you know, that's the opportunities that come from it. Very, very interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, okay. there's no better way and, to and, learn to know somebody than in the backcountry for a week. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. and how do you how yeah. do you tie in your real estate land sales business to trips for trade? How does that t- tell me about that? I think you Tut Land and, and Grand Swim Outdoors; these are all names that are associated with you. How does that all tie in together? Yeah, so uh, just quick on the Grand Slam Outdoors that that's really kind of the parent brand and company over um, several ventures that I have all in the outdoor space. Uh, we started with apparel and clothing there just to. Uh, really to make some money to start trips for trade. So we sold hats and t-shirts and, um, and that was the original money to build the first website um, to get everything off the ground. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of a parent brand. I've, I've always been an entrepreneur and, you know, got a lot of ideas of things I want to create. And all of that is, is typically around my passion of the outdoors. So I plan to, as new things come out in life, uh, you know, new, new companies or new ideas or, or, patentable products those will fall under that grand slam umbrella and um but as for real estate you know that that brought got brought in because through trips for trade we work with a landowners primarily um and just have a massive network of uh of outdoorsmen that um that use land or lease land or own land and um you know so that was just such a natural fit we were i was already sending kind of referrals to other real estate agents um of guys looking to buy and sell land um, and so ended up joining Tutland, a, a company that I've got, you know, strong family ties to and a, a long history with growing up in our area in Alabama. Um, and it's been, uh, it's been a real natural fit. So every, everybody I'm, I'm working with in, on the land side is, uh, you know, also has an interest, typically interest for trade and, and vice versa. So it's, uh, they kind of play hand in hand. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, um, Trips for Trade, um, you have about a thousand members currently globally, and how much is a membership? Uh, our main membership is one hundred and twenty-five dollars a year, so the annual one. Uh, we have a premium, which is more of what our outfitters do to kind of promote their listings a little bit more uh, at two fifty a year, and then um, we've got a monthly option for maybe somebody that you know a little bit more budget friendly at twelve dollars a month. Um, so yeah, that's kind of three options now. We're actually working on a corporate model uh, that we're um, kind of testing with some larger companies that have a, a big workforce, and so we're excited to see how that uh, how that pans out and uh, continue to grow the company. Cool, that's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. How do how do people find out about you? Where do they get in touch with you, Slade, if they want to do real estate deals or trips? Yeah, so uh, social at uh, Slade, S-L-A-D-E, Slade Johnston, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N, um, and then 205-499-3858. I'm, I'm pretty much available. My number's kind of everywhere. So if, uh, if you need to get a hold of me for any reason, that's uh, that's probably the best place to do it. And what's the website again? Uh, the website is tripsfortrade.com, and that's the number four. Okay, tripsfortrade, number four, dot com. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a very interesting episode. Thank you, uh, Slade, for joining us today. And I really enjoyed hearing about that. And um, thank you, folks, for uh, uh, tuning into our podcast for this episode. And we'll see you in a future one soon. Thanks again, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you.